I knew it comes through revelation. Mm-hmm. So it's not always a stand up and prophesy. Revelation yeah. prophesies itself. Yeah. It doesn't need prophesy. You yeah. you release revelation, it reverberates over and over and mm-hmm. over and over, right? Uh, through anybody or anyone. Mm-hmm. And so starting that, getting the people set up, ready to receive and so on. And then what God really just went off in my spirit is the whole thing about it's a season of manifestation. Mm. And manifestation so is good, memorials. Yeah. So I feel like this 60-day period, we're already seeing some crazy yeah. miracles. And that is because God set him memorials to remind people this is the direction you go. Yeah. Market and move. Yeah. Market and move. Yeah. And so to me, manifestation is <clears throat> whenever, like I illustrated in service, you know, when I was single, uh, once Steph and I married, singleness was annihilated, right? Mm-hmm. And now I'm no longer a single man. Mm-hmm. I'm a husband. And then it's like before we had children, we were fatherless and motherless. But once she delivered Parker, now hmm. that was annihilated with no seed, followers right. from mothers. Yeah. Now what happened is we are parents. Mm-hmm. But the cool thing, her parents and mine as well, but they only sowed a seed for her. Her dad sowed a seed and her mom. And then what happens out of that? It progresses. So they didn't have anything to do with she and I sowing a seed for Parker. Mm-hmm. But guess what? They get the benefits. Their whole level is annihilated. Mm-hmm. It expands. Manifestation does two things. Manifestation annihilates the level before, so you can't go back, but it expands the capacity for the future. Yeah. So as soon as a manifestation happens, cancer leaves the body, then that means the cells are cursed and gone, but it expands life and gives life. Right. And the same way when when a parent becomes a grandparent, so Johnny and Patty now are grandparents, why? Because that seed is working. Yeah. Because the ground is feminine, right? God says mm-hmm. the sower goes and sows the seed. He goes to sleep, doesn't know what how it happens. He gets up, the blade, then the ear, and then the corn. The seed is always masculine. Mm. You can't have a manifestation without a seed. Yeah. Think about this. When Jesus was, you know, getting ready to preach to the 5,000 and John the Baptist's disciples come, John's in oh, prison. Yeah. He hadn't talked to Jesus probably in a year, a year yeah. and a half. But now he knew he was the son of God. He saw heaven open. Right. He mentioned it this morning. Yeah. The Holy Spirit landed on this is my son who well please. But now he's starting to wonder, hey dude, I'm getting ready to be beheaded. I hadn't seen this guy in a year. I hear I need to know they'd have like yeah, you know legitimate. social media. Yeah. So yeah. he said to his disciples, you know, you know, John's in prison really wants to know, are you the Jesus said to her and say, Let me prove it to you. He said, just go tell John this. Now here's what's wild. You know, the blind see, you know, the lame, lame walk. You know what that is? That's God's system. The disciples didn't understand it. This is crazy. Yeah. We already know that. He goes back and tells John this, and John's like, okay, I'm ready. Because John, even though he was had a distance in proximity mm-hmm. from Jesus, they still knew the system. Yeah. And when he heard the system's working, yeah. it's operating, I'm ready to go out here. But here's what's wild. John the Baptist was a seed, right? And some refer to him even as Elijah, but John the Baptist is a seed. He's the forerunner mm-hmm. to Christ. He had to be sown mm-hmm. for this generation of faith to come. Because Jesus said, as great a man as John the Baptist was, there's been no greater prophet than he right. that's ever lived. But even the least of these 
will be greater in the kingdom. So he became the seed for us, today's believers. He was Mm -hmm. that seed. So what happened? The manifestation came when a seed was crushed and died, and he delivered what was designed into it, an impartation for the Son of God. And then when Jesus finished it, when he died and rose again, what did he do? He became the manifestation for grace for us, Mm -hmm. right? Because he is grace. He's that manifestation. So what's so cool is even when you look at it as believers today, a lot of believers are still living around the foot of the cross like the John the Baptist disciples, not living in power. They're saved. They're getting baptized. They're not doing anything else. They're just kind of living. Mm -hmm. But if you're really going to walk as Jesus walked, who was the one where John the Baptist represented an ending, a memorial. Mm -hmm. He's a memorial, right? Jesus is the new beginning of Mm -hmm. the forever. What did he say? He didn't say, get baptized and hang out at my cross and worship me and don't do bad stuff and be good little people. He said, you'll only do the works that I've done, Mm -hmm. but even greater works than these. Mm -hmm. Is that an expansion? Mm -hmm. Because of the manifestation of the Son of God coming to the earth who had to operate under God's laws and systems as a man, to become our seed. Mm. But boy, when he was planted, look at the capacity oh, that yeah. expanded yeah. billions of times over. Now right. he's just saying, oh, you're the little Christ. You wake up, guys. Yeah. I'm, I've done this for you. Right. Now do something with it. Yeah. Get to rolling with it. Yeah. Well, and I, I um, one of the things that a year ago when we, when we came here and this kind of this whole thing launched, which was that stood out to me was that Sunday when we were praying together mm-hmm. and there were, there were a couple things that happened in that dynamic. One was, is as we began to come to pray for you and for uh, pastor Stephanie, I, as I was walking towards you, I, I hit a wall. The way I, the only way I could explain it is a wall of anointing or like this hedge. It was like, it was like the, uh, you know, the, the cone of silence. Yeah. The, <laughs> I don't even know how that works, but you know what I mean? It was like this cone that was around you both that was so powerful. Like I walked in and this moment I hit it, the fear of the Lord hit me. Mm. And it's not like I'm afraid of God, but no, it's, it's a reverence yeah. of there is something so unique. And I never stopped. If we ever find the recording of it, I'm walking and I stop. I'm like standing there like internally, like praying in the spirit going, Lord, what? I mean, I don't even want to, I don't even want to, I don't even want to go through this. Like, I don't know what's about to happen here. Mm-hmm. And he, that's when he just said, he said, there is an, and they are, this couple is so precious to me, is so important to me. Mm-hmm. And there, they this, there's this anointing mm-hmm. that's on them and the uniqueness to who they are is very, very special to me. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I just wanted you to know that. Wow. Which is awesome because then when I went in, mm. and if you remember when we started praying, you you all were sitting down, and I I was I laid hands on your knee like this, and I was just there on my knees praying for both of you, and I think Natalie was here on my right with uh, praying, and I just as I started praying, if you remember, as I was praying in the spirit, the words were going right to you, oh, and you were yeah. getting the oh, the yeah. I've never seen I've never had it. Then I started speaking yeah. back. You were like getting exactly what the download was, and you were saying exactly what 
was the Lord that was saved, which was all about the 2.0 of Bethel. Yeah. It was all around this, wow. the 2.0 launch, the rekindling, mm, the refiring, the faith, the, all, all the things, the vision that he had given. Mm. And I am speaking it. I'm, I know what I'm saying, and I'm saying it in the spirit, and you are saying it. Wow. It was like that that connection, and it was, it was like, and like even this morning, like my hand is still vibrating. It's so fun. I was up, Pastor Stephanie was when that song. I don't even know what song that is. Move. This yeah. is a move. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I don't think I've ever heard that song. And you're singing it, and I had my hands lifted like this, and my hands just started vibrating. Mm. I like vibrating. And they're like doing it right now when I'm sitting here. Like there is a an anointing in this house. Yes. And the word, part of the word of that is to take that to heart, mm -hmm. that when he has put that anointing and covering on you, it's not so that you then can go and work it out yourself. That's it, man. It's not That's so, so that you're carrying so the good. weight of this. That's so good. Well, and you and I talked about this on the phone not too long ago. We were talking about how this covenant with Bishop and, and the covering that we're under and all that, it's not our own. If I have to carry our companies, mm -hmm. forget that. Yeah. Right? Because, and that's one of the things Bishop says, if you build the church, you, you get to sustain you, it. Yeah, exactly. You do. Mm -hmm. When the Lord builds the church, he will sustain That's it. Good, Your job is to be the, the, the shepherd that he put That's in good. place and to do it. And you walk home at night and you are not to carry it anymore. Mm -hmm. And that's part of 2.0. 2.0 is a total different way than you've ever led before. It's a total way. And I'm speaking to myself no, to, uh, really, because no, we really. talked earlier, the 2.0 reset. We talked about this. Yeah, because no, I can't. I, I, I have. You know, my uh, giants in the land, if you will, the giants in the land, we have to face yeah. the all of it, the regulators, the market conditions, the, the this and the that and the this and that. And you have the, the, the things that it's as church moving. leaders. It's yeah. never settled. It's never stagnant. Yeah. Uh, but there is that walk away is, is that you're, to, if, if, I could, if I could paint and I could put a picture of that cone around you all. It's wild. And that, that. The, the love and the importance that you are to him mm. was a sense I'd never sensed before. There's just this, this, that's what he thinks about you. And so he is going to take care of all this stuff. This 2.0 is, is, as Bishop says, is supposed to be, is sweatless. Yeah. He uses that term all the time when you listen to sweatless. Mm -hmm. That's sweatless. Mm -hmm. This is a sweatless anointing. Yeah. You know, it that's is. my best way of copying how he yeah, talks. He you know? awesome. yeah. It's sweatless, you know, and I, I have to say, I, I'm stretching into that as well. Mm -hmm. And I'm getting better in that as I learn to some of the, put, putting into practice the things the Lord's uh, saying. Well, I guess get it. Uh, Steph's also in the room. They looked at the video, but she was saying something. And she says it was very practical. It was a deadline coming up. Like, you just, we really need a miracle. I said one word. She said, what? I said, manifest. And I walked out of the room. Now, the impartation happened that night we're talking about when you prayed for me, it was like the ministry was stale and just a low point. You know, it was like, it is like what you had everybody come to the altar to pray for today. Like if you feel like you're not where you should be at this age. And I was dealing with all that. And Steph was, we're like, are we crazy? Did we yeah. miss God? What we knew we didn't, but you know, how you get, yeah. and we felt hopeless. Yeah. Right. And man, when you came in and you gave that revelation that morning, that night, but then that time of prayer, and I've only other one other time, two other times felt that kind of presence, like that I knew I was in the Holy of Holies. Yeah. And uh, one time was after I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit within a few weeks that the Holy Spirit came into my room three times over my body. And I felt it just like, 
And I was asleep when it happened. And I'm not really a dreamer that much. And I mean, it, uh, ooh, it was good, but it was strong. Mm-hmm. The second time, like, it's taking my breath. And I'm like, but I love it, but I, I don't know what to do. And then the third time it came, it was like, if I don't raise up, I'm going to die. I'm literally, the presence of the glory is so strong. I'm just yeah. going to leave. Yeah, your natural body is. And I had to just like, oh, raise up, right, to mm-hmm. break it. And then I'm like, and the God said, that's good for now. Mm-hmm. But from this point, you will realize I have anointed you and yeah. chosen you. And if you ever doubt it, you come back to this day because anytime <laughs> you pull on this anointing, it's there. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes you forget about it and it cares a lot. And then one other time in Bible college, that kind of anointing hit me in a chapel and I'm laying on the floor crying and there had been a person prophesied on me, but it was just a presence God, God downloaded. Somehow I get up drunk because I got to go home and eat a weenie a hot dog out of the microwave and go to work. And I'm trying to wake myself, trying to get there. I barely get to my apartment and I'm like crying. And I mean, just the glory of God all over me. And I go in and the Holy Spirit says, okay, you've you got to get that hot dog in there. you got to get something and drink it or this won't break off you. I mean, the Holy Spirit's telling me, this. I'm like, okay. So I'm like, but I'm drinking something. I go in my room. He said, write this on your mirror. And I forget what I got, a marker or something. And I wrote, you are what you preach and you preach what you are. Uh-huh. But also you get what you preach. Yeah, You get what you preach, but you preach, preach what, what you, you are. are. That's what it was. Wow. Never forget it. And I'm like, and I've seen that throughout life. Anytime I've got off of really preaching things mm-hmm. that bring revelation and breaking, I get in a rut. But it's usually because I'm not I'm not growing. I've hit a stagnant point. You yeah. preach what you are and you get what you preach. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you have a revelation of healing and preach healing, you'll get healed. If you have mm-hmm. a revelation of prosperity and preach it, you'll get it. Or salvation, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. You know, then, then the third time was that night when I was sitting there and staff. And when you said it was like a cone to you. Me and her, we couldn't move. We were just holding on to each other like like babies in a womb. Like, oh, we're just a mess, crying and slotting. And, you know, and you could feel the glory, man. And I could feel you approaching Mm -hmm. me. And when you started praying in the Holy Ghost, it's like, boom, that's when I was praying. But anyway. So so the the part that launched 2.0 on our side Mm -hmm. that that night Mm -hmm. was is that I, I have for... I mean, we've been probably, I think it's been 12 years uh, that we launched our company. And it's now grown into multiple companies in multiple areas. And um, when we, when I did, though, I was, I, was a, I was on the executive staff of a very influential church. And I had had, right at that time, I had two mega churches that were offered to me to go be the senior pastor at that time. But the Lord had very clearly told me, I want you to go pastor in the non or in the for-profit space. And, and, but I really had a war about that because of the, the, the ideas that ministry is in the non-for-profit space and that the laity or the, uh, what's it called? What's the other word they use for non, like if you're working secular, Secular, yeah. yeah, secular, which is a terrible thing to say because it means yes. without God, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Who wants to be involved with something that's yeah, exactly. without God? Exactly. So this huge war inside me. And so I, I knew, I really sensed that that was what the Lord was telling me to do, go into business. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I still had this huge war inside me mm-hmm. and that battle of, am I doing this right? Did I really hear God? Am I really supposed to, yeah. am I, am I am where I'm supposed to be and all those type of things? So, and he kept telling me, he's like, trust me. Just trust me. Just trust me. Just trust me. And so that night, as we're sitting there and the realization of what's happening in the Holy Spirit, 
realizing how, where you guys were at mm-hmm. as a church mm-hmm. and realizing that God had sent me. Yeah. And, <laughs> and all of this was happening around me, like just with his grace. And when I, when the realization hit me and I'm sitting there on my knees praying with you guys, he spoke to me and he said, and I, when you had said, when you had said that this was where you were at and what God had used to restir this beautiful, beautiful work he had done and that you all were so important, so precious to him. And he said, and I sent you from a wealth management company. Wow. And it hit me wow. in my heart. Like, and I melted. And I don't know if yeah, you remember that. That's yeah. when I melted because for 12 years that battle, Mm, but here's the point. Here's what the Lord wanted to see. Whether it's a wealth management company, whether you're a hotel management company, whether you're a chef, whether you're a, a, a restaurant manager, or you're a custodian, a cleaning company, or whatever, the Lord wants to send you Come on. and commission you to go do the work. We have set a hierarchy of places. Mm-hmm. God can use a pastor. Mm-hmm. God can use that, but someone who has a a, a camera company, yeah. a recording business, yeah, or something like that, it, you see how the walls we've put up and the expectations that we've put up. Yeah. Well, and how could pastor and that staff? You mm-hmm. have to have a vision. It's the same thing. Yeah. You have to have a vision. Yeah. You have to have trained. You have to train yeah. and equip. Exactly. And what the Lord is just doing is blowing out all the walls. Come on. Man. And He wants the business leaders to know they're anointed. Mm-hmm. To realize how anointed they are and to start operating in their anointing and in their calling and not continue to feel like second-class uh, citizens in the kingdom of God. Come on. You're not. And that just, it melted in me, this realization of what the Lord had Come done. On, man. Of like, look, I w- if you will obey me and you will honor what it's I call you. It's lonely to go do what you people wonder, are you crazy? You could be over here sitting in a multiple thousand church. Oh, man, set up. You're over here starting a new company. And- oh, I had, I had, he was a really good friend of mine. But he and I did a service together, and he said, why are you doing this? What's the matter with you? Mm. And I just said, I have to obey. Mm. I have to obey. Mm. And now I'm sitting here years later, so grateful, mm-hmm. so thankful that the Lord, that, I, that he did. He asked me to do something that was really hard, yeah. completely out of the box, being in the for pro- for, non-for-profit ministry world and to see the level of success we had and had all the, the road, the, the yellow brick road that people would just love to have. And the Lord's like, I don't want you on the yellow brick road. I want you on a path that's a li- that's never been forged before. Wow. It's never been done. And I want you to go this route. And so, all right, giddy up. Let's well, go. God, about 14 years ago, gave me this vision. It rocked me and Mark, Steph, and all them will remember it. But I was in Columbus at her parents for Christmas, and it was like uh, New Year's Eve. It was before New Year's Eve. It was Christmas and after. And I was prepping because I'd always have a New Year's Eve service, vision, and prophetic for the church. So we, I knew we'd get ready to come home, and I had to have a word. Got little kids. You're up late morning, oh, yeah. you know, studying. And all of a sudden, I didn't work for it, do anything. God spoke this word. I think I've told it before, but he said, you will bring two streams together, integrity and faith in my word, and demonstration and manifestation of my glory. Mm. Well, for me, I'm like faith, integrity, word of faith, and honor God's word mm-hmm. and make sure it's lived. And I get that. But manifesting God's glory was this whole part. And, you know, glory means make visible, make seen, and all that presence. And I'm like, 
So I came back and said, we're a presence-driven church, everybody. This is what we're going to be. It's, we'll have a move of God every Sunday. And that wasn't it. You know what I mean? It's like, so for 14 years, I've just been going through this thing of, God, what are these two streams? You're killing me. What are these two streams? And then about two years ago, God released me. Because like, I, I was in business before I was in ministry. Yeah, I was for-profit right. before I went into non-profit. Mm -hmm. And then God said, it's time. Well, what do you mean it's time? He said, to start another business, which for me, that's like giving a junkie cocaine. You know, I love that. You know, like, you better be sure because I really like this. I go. do remember I like that, you know. And it's been cool starting those new businesses. But I think even more than the fact of me starting the new businesses, mm -hmm. he wanted to retrain me in what it was like to mm -hmm. be a kingdom business yeah. person so I would have a heart. Yes. Because you kind of get isolated yes. from the front throws of what business leaders go yeah. through. I forgot what it's like them with CPAs and regulations and all you know, kinds all of that, fun. Yeah, you know, all lenders and all that. Mm -hmm. But out of that, our relationship has yeah. come. And out of that, now God's bringing two streams together. Yeah, that's it. You know what I mean? And yeah. we can we can bring these two streams yeah. together. Yeah. And it's even like in two streams coming together, integrity, faith is where demonstration, manifest of His glory. Well, the whole identity of the feminine spirit. Yeah is to manifest the glory of God through her receiving. Mm -hmm. The whole thing for the masculine spirit is to enter in and move toward mm -hmm. manifesting God's glory mm -hmm. in that sense. Yeah. And it's the same way. It's like taking neutral, non-for-profit church yeah. and bringing this, the, the church, you know, yeah. it's like the seed. Yeah. You know, the church is releasing the seed into the yeah. world. These business leaders, if we right. looked at it, they are seed. Yeah. And the world is the ground, yeah. and we are not just the church feminine sitting yeah. here waiting to receive a business person to write a check and right. realize yeah. we're here, man, to create seeds and design and them and release them and yeah. empower them, and the world is the ground. And the church has got to be the hub, has got to be the yeah, hub, the is hub. called to be the hub for all that activity to take place. Power because, of identification. Right. It's up to us to identify mm -hmm. those businesses. And who... Who releases these people into ministry? On, so who gets the 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 new business and and like you you we know in the church world right you were commissioned mm -hmm. you were sent yeah. who, who's doing that for our business Come leaders? On. Come on, that we commission you yeah. as entrepreneurs Come to on. go into the community and to pastor your people and Come to on. to teach and to be prophetic and and teach them how to do it. Mm -hmm. Guys, don't beat people over the head with the Bible. Yeah, love them, uh, establish a successful business. And you know what we've had where our business has been able to shine is in moments where I get the phone call and single mom who's been working for us for a year is not able to make her rent check because of some problem that came up and the ex-husband wasn't able to do blah, blah, blah. And you name it. You know, the same thing that we talked about, the, the, the things where you all have gone through, the stabs in the back, and the oh, I just got them up and going, and I'm like, look, I, I, I could list you a name, list of names of people who didn't know the financial industry to save their life. Come in, I train them, I teach them where to go, how to do it, and now they're too good for us. Yeah. They know they're off, and they leave somewhere else. It doesn't change my calling, Come on, it man. doesn't it change does. what I am supposed to do. Yeah. So the, that same level happens it's in business. Level. You have an employee who gets up to a certain point and then he takes a 50 cent dollar an hour raise down the street mm -hmm. after you had done all this stuff for him. That has to be taught to our entrepreneurs. So they don't get bitter. Mm -hmm. They don't let bitterness enter their heart. They don't allow bitterness to take over the calling on, because it'll cut it off. So that has to work. Well, who's, who's better to teach that? So callous, mm -hmm. But you know what? 
You so can't. No, they're they become callous. I don't, it's a battle yeah. to not become right? hard. And so, who's better to teach that than pastors? Yeah. To say, hey guys, you know, as entrepreneurs, we have so much more in common. Oh, but it's like both sides are a little bit fearful. Yeah, that preacher can't handle me, and a preacher's like, yeah, yeah, oh, you have no, no idea what I've been. Do. I'm not as perfect mm-hmm. as they think I am. You I'm have like, budgets to balance Come as a on, church. You've got staff, you've got property. Taxes. You've got it's it's the exact thing. It's yeah. the exact thing, mm-hmm. right? They're they're all there's so much in commonality. The difference is what I call the widget. Yeah. So what widget are you producing? So I got a guy down selling hamburgers. That's his widget, right? That's what he does. And everything after the widget is all the same. Mm-hmm. The money yeah. management, the hiring, the staffing, the training. It's, the, it's, it's different, business, right? Everything. So what is the widget of a pastor? Yeah. Right? What are you doing? Your widget is is that you are teaching the the, the power You're of the Lord and training yeah. people. On how to expand the kingdom of God. Manifesting. That's right. And so it's the same. That's just the widget. Oh, and that's not to dishonor or lower no, the teaching is. of the word. No, it's just it let's put it in a practical sense. That's the widget. Mm-hmm. Everything before and after the widget is all the same. You know what hit me? I'm thinking the way we do membership here is it's a two-sided covenant. And people serve at least one service a week. Yeah. They pray and attend regularly. And then they're biblical tithers to be minimum yeah. base members. It's a covenant membership, two-sided. Mm-hmm. And then we pray over them and release them into ministry because mm-hmm. I believe every member is a minister yeah. at some capacity. Powerful. Now think about that. Why don't we do that to our business leaders yeah. and commission them? Commission. It, it, it sets our members on fire when their leadership mm-hmm. believes in them yeah. and commissions them in front right. of the whole church. Whole church. They are ministers. Well, and me, Whether that's the parking yeah. lot or singing on that's the platform it. or yeah. doing the kids. But what about our business? Leaders? Right. Why we, we set it up. Right. We set up the honor in this house. So to be honored and put in front of people is means you you are doing something in this inside yeah. the four walls. And why are or we parking lot our business versus the business leaders being put up and promoted on, and spoke to as a place of honor. Let's talk to the let's talk about the pastors in our church, the pastors and the apostles mm. that are out there on the front lines. Right. We make those working in the church the heroes. Why? Because we're wanting to stimulate that as a pattern instead of honoring the whole five, the all all of the aspects of gifts, which our business leaders are on the front end of it. Come so on, it's awesome. Good stuff. Anyway, well, thank first you. Of all, it's great having you. It's an Steph honor. Thank you to both you of you. And Natalie and just the revelation, but also the friendship and love. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. It's an honor. Can't wait to see what God does this month, and can't wait to see. It's gonna be fun. I look forward to hearing it. Relationship, I love you. Love you too.